0: Welcome to Gardening Talk, back on to When You Are at FM. Today we are joined by a Judy Sharp. Judy, great to see you in the chair once again.
1: Good to see you too, Greg. He can't handle the rain, darling. Oh, does he... he doesn't like getting wet, oh. you know.
0: I toughed it out today.
1: Yeah, well, I'm toughed are it you're... out. Exactly. Yes, yeah. What are we going to no, talk no about guts. today? What, what have we got today, Judy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, looking today at that window, we could just feel miserable about the garden, couldn't we?
0: And just forget about it?
1: Yeah, but you know... No, I don't think we'd better do that. We might get into trouble. For yeah, we, the, we probably yeah, should oh, say something. We should. <laughs> well, look, actually, as I was driving out here, I thought, you know what? This is actually a pretty time of the year in the garden, even though it's in winter. All the Camellia japonicas are out in flower. The natives are starting to bloom.
0: We're getting closer to spring.
1: We're getting closer to spring, but they, you know, it's amazing how the natives actually flower in winter.
0: I think last
1: time I was on, I might have talked about the wattles in flower. But now I've noticed all the grevilleas are coming out. The camellias are brightly coloured. So really, it's quite a happy time. But (laughs) gardening-wise, you are smiling at me, Greg. (laughs) That's probably because because your garden could be being a bit neglected. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all? I
0: made the lawn last Friday, I'll have you know.
1: But it wouldn't even be growing.
0: Oh, no, I did it in a about a month and a half, so it was quite thick.
1: Oh, right, right, okay.
0: So it took a while to get put the push through. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, the other thing that happens now when we get all this kind of rain, it actually makes work for the gardener. Oh yeah. What you should do now you've mowed that lawn is when you go home today, go out in the rain with your raincoat on and throw some lime around very lightly. It sweetens the soil up. All right. And if you've got roses growing, you put dolomite around them, a handful of around each rose. Okay. It sweetens the soil up. Because you see, lime and dolomite, they get washed out very quickly in this kind of rain. So then the soil can get a little bit sour. So there are jobs actually to be done.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: I've got another list here that we can go on with. If we feel like it. Okay, yep. If we want to cheer, we one, <laughs> cheer people up.
0: <laughs> now, you got some jobs for us to do with all this wet weather. We've got Judy.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. And, you know, I was just talking about natives. I went to my bin this morning and I looked at this beautiful lily pilly I've got in a, a very big pot. Yeah. And I thought the grasshoppers have been at that lily pilly. Yeah. So I went over closer and every leaf had a serrated little bite out of it. So not that's... not grasshoppers. The calypso beetle's back.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. I've never heard of the calypso well, beetle.
1: Oh, has Scott never talked about it?
0: <laughs> uh, probably, but I may have switched off if I've been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the calypso beetle actually looks like a ladybird, except it's green. And this is up till maybe two years ago, Uh, we all thought in the industry that it was, they'd been eaten by grasshoppers. And then all of a sudden the Department of Ag put out a notice to us all that it was a new creature called the Calypso bug.
0: It's a good name.
1: Calypso beetle. It is a good name, isn't it? But I do apologise because there's something longer in front of it. Okay. But my mind today is is not... In function mode. (laughs) And I think calypso beetle's so fun anyway. It is. It sounds
0: like a party beetle.
1: Yeah. And people come in all the time with a little bit of lily pilly and say, oh, the grasshoppers are eating my lily pilly. No, you've got calypso beetle. I've got, what? Yeah, those little green things. No, they're ladybirds. No, they're calypso beetle. So then you have to spray them. Oh, okay. Sometimes with carbaryl, sometimes with malathon, and then again in 10 days' time. Uh, I must admit I should have sprayed mine yesterday as soon as I saw what was happening because they were completely defoliated.
0: Oh, so completely just shred it? And...
1: Yeah, and and they're just getting all their new growth, so that's what they like, you see, the nice juicy leaves.
0: Oh, so you can see why people would think it's a grasshopper.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, but grasshoppers' bites can be pretty big. Okay, Yep. You know, haven't you ever had one bite you on the nose?
0: No, not recently. <laughs> no, I can't say I have. We've got Faye now from Georgetown, and she wants to talk about the Daphne tree.
1: Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Daphne tree. Yes. Do I, do I prune that back? Oh, did you hear me shudder then, Faye?
2: Yes. Oh,
1: there's such... It's just
2: gone gone wild. Oh,
1: how's it? But there's such delicate things, you know. Oh, look,
2: honestly, I brought this cutting back from uh, Melbourne about three years ago for my girlfriend, and it has just gone mad. It's in flower and it's scraggy, and she
1: doesn't do a thing to it. And it's in flower. Oh, the perfume's incredible, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah. Darling, look, I honestly think if you've got to or she's got to, wait till it finishes flowering and wait till we get a bit of warmer weather.
2: Right. And what about the black spot underneath on the leaf? What do we spray that with?
1: the black spot underneath the leaf. That sounds very much like scale. Oh, right, yes. And, you know... You probably will have to spray it because otherwise it will end up killing it. But yes. they're very, very tetchy, Daphne. uh Look, I'd just spray it with a little bit of white oil.
2: White oil. Yeah. Okay, dear, but thank
1: you, you so much. You need to spray under the leaf, eh? Hey?
2: Under the
1: leaf, Yeah, okay. where, the, where those little black spots are, dear. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome, darling. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. And we've got Steve from Barnsley and he has Oxalius. Growing in lawn? Oxtails? Oxalis. Oxalis. I'm really glad Scott Sharp's not here.
1: Please excuse him, Steve, but, you know, um, uh, I'm at least trying to get him to go home and um, lime the lawn. to read. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think after all this time now he'd be be switched on, wouldn't you, and be able to do the program without us
3: you think yeah. so.
1: You'd think so. He's
3: pretty close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what can I help you with, Steve? I have um, ongoing
3: oxalis.
1: In your lawn?
3: In the lawn.
1: Right, yeah. Nearly as bad as clover, isn't it? Uh,
3: well, the sprays that your number one son said about on Friday, I don't think they would work on oxalis.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, was this his little touch point before the weekend? Yes, yes. Oh, I'm never up that early on a Friday.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay, Steve, what did he recommend? Because I love to catch him out. You know that.
3: Oh, he, he was just saying like um, like a bindi and clover sort of mix. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't seem to affect the oxalis very much.
1: Right, okay. So what kind of lawn have you got, Steve?
3: It's a buffalo-kikiri mix.
1: Right, so we can't hit it. At the moment
3: it's getting very long and and ringing wet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, not today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, um, Steve, he was probably... Uh, recommending Bindai, you see, the problem with you having buffalo is uh, the heavy, you know, the really heavy ones yeah, like yeah, clean yeah. lawn, you can't use them.
3: Cause yeah, they... oh, that was the other thing.
1: Yeah. Right, okay, so we mentioned using clean lawn. Mm. But that would probably be on the KaiQ, not on the um, not on, on the, the buffalo. buffalo.
3: No. yeah, I, 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 I realized yeah. buffalo's pretty touchy
1: yeah. with the broader leaf. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I I get a lot of clover and different things in my grass and <coughs> I swear by Bindi. Okay. Uh, but, but, there's a big but. At the moment, it's very difficult. Uh, the secret uh, to get rid of any kind of thing like oxalis or clover is that we need a bit of growth going on uh, but yes. we also need about six hours of sun on dry grass when yes. you spray. Did Scott uh, say that?
3: I, I do. I do realise that. Right. Um, I'm waiting for um this grey stuff to go away. I can run the mower over. I'll just mow it long. Right. And then, um. Dry out, it, dry out, it, dry out. It. Righto.
1: Yeah. Here but, we go. Yeah, I wouldn't run the mower over it, darling, because it act- You know that actually takes <laughs> off uh, the growth. That you know they're hormonal. Oh, I,
3: I do. I do realise that. Yeah.
1: Oh, good. Good. So somewhere along the line, Scott's you know telling you the right things, eh? <laughs> but you know, sometimes what you've got to do is increase the strength a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that's what I do with mine. Uh, but at the moment, I think, you know, it's wet off and on. You know, you wake up in the morning and it's been raining at night. So, yeah. you know, you're not really getting the right kind of uh, uh, atmosphere that we need to get rid no, of that oh, oxalis. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like early morning you can't because it's, it's damp- still
1: and and, wet. and also, too, we're still getting, um, uh, not frosts. some... Um, Heavy dews. Yeah, 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 heavy dew, yeah. And so you can't even spray then. So maybe if you leave it a couple of weeks and uh, we've yeah. sprung, you know, we've swung around into pre-spring, it might be a little bit better, a little bit easier well, anyway. I've
3: lived this long, so I've, I've realised just wait.
1: <laughs> just wait. But, Steve, what I will do, I will do a little bit of research over the weekend um, if you listen next Monday, whether it's myself or Scott, um, I'll, I'll let him know if I come up with anything different. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, Dave, So you listen in next Monday and I've got a feeling it's not coming next Monday. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't want to get caught out if you ring Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so will you do that? Listen next Monday and I will definitely I will. do a bit of research for you, darling.
0: Thank you very, very much.
1: You're welcome, Steve. Bye.
0: Bye. It's Guarding Talk back on 2NURFM, and, and we've got Annette from Curry, and she's got a question about the French penny.
1: Hi, Annette. How are you going up there? What's the weather like? Oh, it's
2: uh, raining on and off, and the wind's blowing a gale and it's freezing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a lovely winter, hasn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, now, what uh, can oh, look, I help it's you It's like you with? an old wind we used to have. It is. It really is. I mean, scarves and coats, which, you know, haven't been out for a while. And, uh, uh, you know, it's been, I think the winds have made a big difference and the rain.
2: I was in my garden yesterday with a beanie on. I never wear a beanie, but my ears were freezing.
1: <laughs> Did you get a photo <laughs> taken? <laughs>
2: oh yeah, it would have been a good a doozy. I've got a, fridge, a penny tree that's absolutely gone bananas, and it's got gotten that big. It's actually grown, and it's growing in underneath my veranda, and I want to cut it back, but I know it's going to. They weep. And um, just one—it's nearly lost all its—it's it's lost all its, and near all its leaves and near all its leaves—and I've waited until then. But what I was—I wanted to know what when you cut them back, what do you do? You paint? What can you paint something on them to stop them from weeping?
1: Yes, yes, you can. It's um, now oh, I'm going to have a mental block, but it's in a red tin or a, 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 well, that a red. <laughs> that does help. No, no, it's the only thing. It's like a tar product. It's in a. Um, you can get it in a pressure pack, and it'll come to me in a minute as we're talking. Or okay. you can uh, you can get it in a tin and use a paintbrush. Now I'd rather use the tin and the paintbrush because I find the pressure pack uh, because it's tarry and sticky. The pressure pack clogs up.
2: Yeah, I'd have to use that. I'd
1: have to use a paintbrush because it's taller than of annoying. <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, but Annette, I do. I do have to tell you something about frangipannies. Where it's growing under the house, you don't have pipes there, do you? No, we don't. Right.
2: It's up against um, the veranda, which is a um, a brick home, and it's just, it's absolutely, it's an unusual type, because it has, when it flowers, it flowers three different colours on the one tree.
1: Oh really? Oh that's fantastic.
2: Oh, and it's grown really big and it is really beautiful. I've had people stop and just asking can they take a photo of it. It is really a beautiful tree but it's just It's growing so big. It's hitting on our our garage and um, underneath and the branches are sticking out right out under my veranda, which I'm not that tall. It doesn't worry me, but anyone taller, they'd hit them in the face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing that concerns me is that frangipannies, even though they take a long time to grow to start off with, um, they do love old um, pipes. You know, old clay pipes?
2: Yeah, no, I've got no pipes there at all.
1: Right, okay.
2: Um, the, all the pipes are on the other side. There's no pipes there at oh, all. Oh, well,
1: that's lucky, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, certainly it's at the moment, I think it's a bit of a bad time to start pruning. I'm I'd be waiting a little bit and up, then get further...
2: Well, but for I just thought if I um, to get the to, to product and I, when it's warm enough, I can be able to yeah, do Yeah, to
1: do it. I think it's called stop rot. Look, it's in a red tin and a red pressure pack, Um, if you just leave your name with the girl on reception, Mm -hmm. I shall give you a ring because I feel a dumbo letting it go out of my head. I know
2: you've been in the garden uh, a long time because my husband and I actually built your big garage.
1: Oh, out of Beechworth.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh,
1: my gosh, that's going back some oh, time. Oh, it's
2: gone back a long time. Oh,
1: yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to watch you on the television
2: when I had my children little. And I've never I've never t- been taught to garden, but my gardens are looking pretty okay at the moment. Oh, but-
1: that's good. And, you know... Um, my kids have never watched one of those television programs. I used to watch you all the time. <laughs> do, do you remember they used to get me to wear a funny hat, you know, yes. with flowers all over it? And, uh, they did? Yeah, that was with Nat Jeffries. He's yes, still around. I bump into him every now and then. That's a long time ago, Oh, it is. It is, dear. Yeah, but, you and know.
2: And I love hearing you when you come on. I love your sense of humour.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. <laughs> Will you just leave your number out there with Elizabeth, and I'll definitely give you a
0: ring.
2: Thank you very kindly. Okay, thanks, I'll Annette. Bye-bye. Bye
0: bye. Bye. Geez, thanks for that. We've got David now from Cessnock, and he's got a question about the bottle brush.
1: Hi, David. Hello, Judy. How are you? I'm fighting fit, and how about you, darling?
4: Not too bad, thanks.
1: It's well. Um, I've got. Bottle brush that's
4: going fairly well. I've actually got three of them. I was wondering if now was a good time to prune them.
1: Have they finished flowering?
4: They've only got a small amount of blossom on them, but uh, they're reaching up to the power line, so they need a bit of a haircut. Yeah, and look... And I did know about spring being round the corner, and now was a good time. i leave it till...
1: Yeah, look, summer. I'd leave it a little bit. Actually, the sun's just coming out, we've noticed, yeah. Uh, yeah. But look... Bottle brush are pretty tough creatures, you know, you can hard prune them and, you know, that won't do any damage to them, unlike a lot of other natives, you know. um, But I would uh, maybe just give them a little while till the the weather warms up. Okay. It's probably around the corner, isn't it? Three weeks to spring? Two weeks? Yeah. 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 We've had enough rain today to do us for the rest of the week, that's for sure. Yeah, (laughs) but it's good that, you know, hopefully it goes up into the dry areas. Yeah, Yeah, I, sure. didn't, I didn't realise that Tamworth Dam was still empty, virtually. No, yeah.
4: no I go through that way, and like you said, it's well received, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's greened up, but I had a customer in, in the other day that was from Tamworth, and I said, oh, I bet you're happy to see all the rain. And he said, we've still not got what we need in the dam, so that surprised no. me, Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, when you do the bottle brush, don't forget to give it a little bit of blood and bone to cheer it up. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the call, David. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank
0: Bye. you. Bye. It's a gardening talk back on 2 F M. If you've got a question for Judy Sharp, 49216216. And we've got another David. This from from Weston, and he's also calling about oxalius.
1: <laughs> I hope you've got the cure for me, David.
4: Judy, I can save you a lot of research. <laughs> I can give you some information from a very authoritative um, point. My father was the chief botanist of New South Wales. Oh, and wow. then for twenty And then for 21 years, he was director of the Botanic Gardens, Centennial Park, and the Domain. And he told me how to get rid of oxalis.
1: Well, he must have been a special man, David. He,
4: he was a special man, and his advice was, if you want to get rid of oxalis, Move.
1: <laughs> oh well, I, very,
4: very difficult to get rid of completely.
1: well, I hope Steve's still listening <laughs> to that because I have a feeling you may not want to move <laughs> well, you know sometimes that is the answer.
4: <laughs> well, he said it's very, very difficult to remove completely,
1: yeah, well, I find even with um uh. The clover, I have problems. You know, I just keep spraying it, and, and then I think, well, it's green, <laughs> you know. And some, um, uh, but he's um, I think he's a bit determined, David. So that's <laughs> I, that's all your I, advice your dad gave you.
4: Yeah, Judy, I have one quick question. Yes, um, we seem to have got lawn bug, lawn beetle back again. When's the best time to put the the granules uh, on for that?
1: Oh, you can start now if you want to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You know, try and nip them in the bud because they have often still, you know, there's hatchings under there from last summer because it was a bad summer with the drought and being so hot. I think there will be a lot of underlying um, lawn pests still waiting to rear their ugly head again. So now, David, the only thing I always think, change your product from what you used last time.
4: Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, will do.
1: I wished I'd have known your dad.
4: <laughs> he was a wonderful man. Long <laughs> and gone.
1: And also okay. had a good sense of humour by the sound of it. He did. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs>
4: okay, bye. Bye.
0: Cheers, thanks, David. It's Gardening Talk back on 2NURFM. We've got Kevin from Gwondolin, and he's looking for a spray for bugs on pilly. Hello.
1: Hi, Kevin.
0: Are you going,
1: have you got an answer for us? No, I haven't. Oh, when I was eating my lunch, and
3: you were talking about a spray, and I just, I, by the time I went, and got a pen. I forgot what I had to spray it with. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have you, um, have you got them on your lily pilly?
3: No, but I've just planted. I've just moved here, eight, twelve months ago, well, eighteen months ago, and I've planted. About eight lily pillies.
1: Oh, right. Yes, okay. Yeah. And the other thing they get is the nasty psyllid too, you know, the little lumps and bumps.
3: Oh, I'm not a gardener. I just like the trees and I plant them and that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, look, you. the problem with this is, that you might have heard me saying, they just completely annihilated. Yeah. Yeah, I, every leaf on mine had looked like someone had gone around with a pair of scissors and just... Cut a serrated edge around them. That's what it looks like. So you either use carbrel or malathon.
4: What's the first word?
1: Carbrel with a C.
4: C A R B
1: A R Y L.
3: Okay, or Malathon.
1: Or malathon, yeah. And then ah. ten days later as well.
3: Okay then. I don't think I've got them yet, but I, I don't. I, I love I love them, and I just want to. You'll be ready. ready.
1: For the little okay. buggers. <laughs> Good <laughs> okay, idea. Then, much appreciated. You're welcome, Kevin.
0: Take care. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Good to see he's prepared or well, getting prepared.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: We've got Louise now from Edgeworth, and she's got a question about the the peace lily.
1: Hi, Louise. Hello. How are you going? I'm very well, thank you. No, I've got a, piece... a very sick-looking peace lily. Right. Okay. And that's unusual because they're tough critters, aren't they?
2: Oh yes, yes. I've had this one for five years, and it's always been beautiful. And it's in memory of a deceased member of the family, and all the edges, as if someone burnt them with a hot flame. It's all gone
1: brown and crispy. Okay, now it's in a pot I'm gathering? Yes, it's in a large pot and And it's on the front veranda. Right, and it's got, um, uh, do you have a saucer under it? No. So it drains away well? Yes. Okay, there's one of two things without looking at it. It could be the cold and the wet. Mm -hmm. Um, Does it get the rain or do you overwater it? I don't water it very often. I never have. I've never had to. You just do when the leaves go droopy-loopy. Yes, yes. Right, okay. Um, The only... You could have cock down in the soil. So dig around the roots and have a look. That's that white witchery grub with the black head. Oh, yeah. They eat the roots. So your plant suddenly becomes ill. Uh, The only other thing... um, Now, you're at Edgeworth, um, probably one of your local, sorry, your closest nurseries would be Cherry Road? Yeah. Yes, or Um, East Maitland, one or the other. Oh, right, okay. Well, what you need to do is take down a couple of leaves because that browning could in fact be a mite. Oh, okay. If it starts on the edge and then moves across the leaf, that's what it could be. Oh, right, yeah. Thank you. And they will need to look at it. You know, it's very difficult over the phone yes, if yes. you ring them. So if you take some leaves down. But do check around in the soil first because those cock they are dreadful. Oh, okay then. Thanks, Judy. Okay, you're quite welcome. Bye, Thank Louise. you. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Well, we've got Jim now from East Maitland, and he's got a lemon tree that just doesn't want a fruit.
1: Oh, Jim, have you
0: kicked it? <laughs>
5: Uh, no, I've done a lot of things to it. I've <laughs> urinated on it, as someone said, might might, might help. But uh, no, it, just, it has given a little bit of fruit, but they're only the size of a ping pong ball. A ping and, pong um, ball. <laughs> it's, it's about six foot high. It's got long thorns on it. But uh, yeah, it's just a bit of a mystery.
1: Well, how long has it been in, Jim? Uh, it's probably about 10 years old. Oh, okay. So, and it was grafted. It was grafted at the time on trifoliata stock.
5: Um, oh, look, my my young bloke gave it to me as a, as a present. So I don't know whether he was setting me up or what. But
1: um, <laughs> okay, is it in the full sun?
5: Uh, yeah, it, get, it gets get, pretty much gets full sun.
1: Right. Okay. And you've had it in that long? Do you feed it twice a year?
5: Yes, I I do give it a little bit of uh, fertiliser but someone said to use a bit of potash but I'm not a green thumb so I'm just not quite sure.
1: Okay, now the secret is you don't have grass growing up to it, do you?
5: No, no.
1: Okay, well what you need to do when you do it in August, September, not in both months but, you know, August or September and then you do it again in March next year and you give them bucket manure poultry manure out under the drip line and you right. water the soil first, put your poultry manure in and water, then water again and then in a couple of weeks' time you give them proper citrus food.
5: Okay, you, right.
1: You repeat the exercise of watering the ground, putting it on and then watering it in because they do have a lot of surface roots and if you don't water first, you may burn it.
5: Do you, Judy, uh, do, do you prune them at all? Someone suggested pruning them. Does that help? Oh,
1: or? look, it can, but uh, it's generally not necessary with a lemon. Uh, it's probably lacking food, and certainly potash does help flowering.
5: Oh, okay, all and right. from
1: flowering, then, of course, you go to fruiting. Um, so does yours flower at all?
5: Uh no, not really.
1: Right, okay. Well, how long since you've given it a really good food like I just described?
5: Oh, it'd be probably 12 months, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, and is it never fruited?
5: Uh, no, it, it, every now and then you'll get this, a lemon will come out and it's only about the size of a ping-pong ball. It doesn't have much taste or smell.
1: Right, okay. You did say that, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. Look, um... If it was, um, I'm sure he would have bought you a, a proper grafted tree. Um, yeah. And uh, if you're not, if it's not shooting below where that graft is, and you'll probably still be able to see it even after all these years, um, it would be well grafted. But I think the best way to go now is really start pumping the fertiliser in.
5: Okay, all right. I'll give that a try, Judy. Thank yeah. you very much for your info.
1: You're welcome. But please do use the sulphate of potash too. Um, okay. Yeah, and I'm not copying off Scott. I know that's every second word he says, but um, it does help, dear.
5: Okay, all right. Many
1: thanks. You're quite welcome. Thank you for the call. Bye. Bye. Jesus, thank
0: you. It's guarding it's talk back on to you when you are at FM, and that's, I think that's all we've got time for today, Judy. Oh, is it? Is there anything else you want to... Did you have a list of things we have to do? Well,
1: I did, but we have covered them a little bit. And the only thing I was going to suggest is uh, the tomatoes and summer veggies now available, but yep. you need to prepare your soil with cow manure a week before you plant. Right. And I would recommend buying the smaller tomatoes, the smaller fruit.
0: The little cherry ones?
1: Yes, because the fruit fly doesn't attack them. Oh, really? Yeah, but if you're going to you know, plant crossliz or some bigger ones, well, then I would suggest that you use the fly traps when the fruit starts to get fairly mature. Right. Everyone's concentrating now on summer.
0: Well, it's it's going to be there before you know it. It will be, hopefully, yeah. What was it spring only two weeks away?
1: I think that's what we worked out of Mindigo, yeah. Right.
0: yeah. Judy Sharp, thank you very much. And,
1: and Greg, thank you very much. Oh,
0: always a pleasure. Maybe next week. Depending on weather, for <laughs>
1: Weather is the word. Whether coming or whether not. <laughs>
0: yeah, I need to talk back on 2NURFM.
4: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.